Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Jared Bell back on the show. Jared, how are things with you, man? Oh, I'm hanging in there, boss, man. Just, you know, kind of, you know, getting uh, warmed up into this season. We're a quarter of the way and, and some change into the NFL season, but it still feels pretty fresh in terms of seeing some of these teams separate and who's for real and who's not. So um, I'm I'm into that, man. <laughs> now, unfortunately, Jared, for us, the Falcons are 1-4. 
defense collapsed yeah. after losing Neil, Rico Allen, Deion Jones, Grady Jerry was out oh, no. against Pittsburgh. So does yeah. this collapse on defense uh, for Atlanta is going to cost the season for the, for the Falcons? Will it cause Dimitrov or Dan Quinn their jobs, in your opinion? I, I don't think it's going to cost them their jobs. Let me just say that right off the bat, especially Dimitrov, when you think he just got an extension, um, and, and Quinn, they've expressed so much confidence in him. But, you know, when you look at a head coach in the NFL, regardless of what the team is and what the circumstance is, you expect him to be able to make a difference on the side of the football, the area of expertise that got him the job in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. And for Dan Quinn, that was not (laughs) running the offense. It was being a defensive coach. And so, yeah, the injuries are, you know, enormous in in what has happened with the Falcons. But if, you know, you made your mark as a defensive coach, you got to be able to figure this out as well as anybody. And I think that's the challenge to Dan Quinn. There's a lot of football season to go. We know the Falcons have an offense that can put up 30, 35 points a game. So if he can construct some kind of semblance of a defense, then, you know, that's that's what he's worth. I mean, that's, that's, that's it. So um, you can't throw the towel in on the season yet because there's a lot of, of football to go. But, yeah, the reality is in that division with, you know, New Orleans and with Carolina looking really good right now, um, yeah, it, it, it's probably not going to work for the Falcons this year. Now, Jared, do you see maybe a spendable – by week, fire ourselves for the Falcons. We end up being one in the six after losing to Tampa on Sunday to Johnson Monday Night Football. And maybe like a, a Muhammad Sanu may, may get traded or somebody like that. They may get traded to get some draft picks in here to help the defense for next year. I, I guess all that is on the table. Um, there's going to have to be a you know an offseason plan, a draft plan. I haven't really um, broken it down to see what's going to happen in free agency, who the top you know players will be. But you know, when you have the health issues that you have, sure, you know, you want to, you know, beef that up. But it, it also just kind of underscores the whole thing, man, about, you know, having to have depth. depth. So, you know, we saw the Philadelphia Eagles last year win a Super Bowl after losing their quarterback. We saw Bill Belichick lose Tom Brady a few years ago and end up going 11-5 and with Matt Castle. So, you know, that's kind of part of football. It's a war of attrition. You hate to lose people. And when it's multiple people on the, the type of defense that they've built, uh, it can be staggering. But, again, that's kind of where they are right now. They've got to try to, you know, save their season. Because at least right. you can score 30 points a game. I mean, that's, you know, so you, you should be – they could have won the Cincinnati game. You look at that one. Oh, yeah. Um, but then again, you got to have the defense to, to make the key stop it in crunch time too. And I'm fearing for Matt Ryan the next two games, he'll be going to a silent count at home again against Tampa and the Giants because a lot of our fans are coming out to the games, a lot of emphasis at our new stadium. But the visiting team love coming out to place and playing. So I'm looking uh-huh. for Matt Ryan going silent count home against Tampa and the Giants coming up here next week here for for the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, Matt Ryan is, you know, a big money guy too, and he's got to carry this thing. That's kind of what you would hope for when you have your franchise quarterback. And you know, Ryan has been good. He's been one of the you know the most productive uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. But 
um, yeah, this is this is kind of the pressure on him. It's like, okay, you gotta you gotta lead us, big fella. I hear that. We got Jared Bill here on the Boss Man Show. Now, Jared, this is a question based on my friendship with Nick Williams of the, of the Titans with cutting. The Titans cut Nick Williams, and they got got off their back the squad, Jared. Now, this is my question for the Titans. You feel they made a mistake by not getting a vet receiver this offseason, knowing that you let let go of Harry Douglas and Eric Williams and those guys. You get this just young roster. Rashard Matthews was injured. Should the Titans have signed a vet receiver this offseason to make their, their team better? You said for Tennessee or Atlanta? yeah, yeah, yeah the, the Titans, the, the Titans, yeah, the Titans. I mean, yeah, you you know you want to build it and you want to have um, the supporting cast for you know your quarterback. I mean, that's important. You want to you know have as balanced and as deep team as you can get. But I think the thing that's interesting in this case in particular is what happened with Rashad Matthews because I mean we're talking about a guy who they invested in to to bring to Tennessee. Now it's a a new coaching staff with Mike Vrabel, but the GM was there last year with Rashard Matthews, and they ended up signing a new deal with Rashard Matthews yep. in the offseason. Yeah, and so you, you thought that sent the signal that, hey, he's going to be here, or we're relying on him to be there. Um, and then for it to go south as fast as it did, like I said, we're only a few weeks into the season – um, they probably should have done a better job of anticipating the, the issues they might have with him. And, you know, Matthew said, hey, I want out. They let him out. But, um, you, you know, the, the time to kind of go through all of that is in the off season when you can bring in somebody. Uh, I haven't heard Des Bryant's name linked to Tennessee, but that would be an interesting fit. Now, speaking of Des Bryant, Jerry, who brought him up, Where's his future? Because I feel like Dez Burns took that deal from, from, from the Ravens. Three years, 21 minutes, two minutes guaranteed. He's out of his mind. He took the deal. They gave him the crowd tree instead. And now he, Cleveland bought him in. He didn't want to sign him. Cleveland is about coming back to the Cowboys. What's going on with Dez Burns? I mean, who's advising this guy? He should be – he should have took the, the Ravens deal, first of all. But now he's no team, week six now. Who's going to sign him now? Uh, unless somebody just really – is in dire straits because of injuries that, you know, is in position that they need a guy. That's the kind of team you might look at. Remember Jason Witten during the offseason was saying he thought the Packers would be the team that Des Bryant ended up with. And I think, and, and he won't go back to the Cowboys. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, but uh, just because they, they cut bait. And even though you could look at the Cowboys and say, boy, they, they would still be, they would be at least better than, they are now if they had them um, for the price and the disruption. That's not going to happen. But you, you hit it, boss, man. The, the deal from Baltimore was tailor-made for him. And, and that franchise that, you know, they weren't looking for him to be – look, not looking for a speed receiver. They signed John Brown, who has been really good for Joe Flacco as the deep threat. And so, yeah, they needed Des Bryant. And I think I, mean, I would take Des Bryant over Crabtree probably – but uh, the Ravens insisted they would have been able to do both of those deals. And then they got Willie Sneed, too. So Baltimore remade that re- that uh, receiver room. But the point being, Des Bryant just really oversold himself by thinking that I could turn down the Ravens and get a better deal somewhere else. And, you know, it happens to people all the time in football, out of football, in the business world, et cetera, where you value yourself more than other people value you. So there has to be a reality check at some point 
to say, okay, supply and demand. So his agent, Kim Mayali, um, I don't know the particulars of how she handled the deal with Dez and the Ravens and marketing Dez after that. Because remember, he hit the market late, like a month, mm-hmm. six, five weeks into free agency. So um, a lot of chairs were filled up already. And his agent should have done a better job of saying, you know, let's take this deal. Because even in the NFL, man, you know, you can sign a two-year deal and a three-year deal, and a year later they're ready to get rid of you and because of salary cap purposes. So take the deal that's on the table if you've got nothing else to compare. Get in, go to work. And so, like you said, now we're six weeks into the season, and if you were to, to, to bring in Des Bryant, you've got a lot of work to do to get him up to speed for you know where you can be maybe cleveland will will circle back because they showed interest as well and he kind of stiff stomped <laughs> them a little bit too and they've had some injuries so um yeah but still wherever he goes he's not going to get a big money deal and so where are you des Bryant? you're on twitter it, it's a shame really to see what's happened to him because he's tweeting he skip and shannon all the time your, your guy skip and shannon he's he, he's hit every time he's watching the every morning on the in first take it's all he watches it's a shame. Yeah, all a day shame. long he's yeah. in the field yeah, somewhere not doing what what i would do as a radio host you know <laughs> totally yeah now, final guy for you, Jared, is it's about Eric Reed signing Carolina. The Falcons should have signed him, but I'm not going to jump in that topic today. But how much you feel about the Panthers signing Eric Reed, his impact on, on their roster, and impact in general with Colin Kaepernick and his, that grievance? Maybe could it iced off a cap to get signed by a team, or does that ship have sailed as well for Cap? cap? But Eric could be back, but Cap, no, because he's the ringleader of, of the protest movement. Yeah, I know. It's weird because you can look at a lot of teams, including the 49ers, <laughs> who can use Colin Kaepernick uh, right now. And, um, yeah, it's a shame. We know what it's all related to. And, it, no, it didn't It didn't prevent Eric Reed from getting back in the league. But, you know, quarterbacks are a lot different than other positions, right? <laughs> and not just because they get uh, – protected by the officials, but in terms of being the face of the franchise. And so I know in talking to some NFL people over the past few months, you know, one of the things that they will tell you, and this is no news to you, they'll say, well, you know, we're committed to this other quarterback, and if we bring Kaepernick in, it's going to be a distraction, blah, blah, blah. We want him as a backup. So the spin. Forth. But, yeah, but, but, you know, yeah, the spin. But Because I think Kaepernick just wants a job, and then, you know, to get back in the league, to be going to work every day as a quarterback. And if he's the back, look, it's kind of like what Robert Griffin has done with Baltimore. After Robert Griffin turned down Baltimore, by the way, last year, <laughs> okay, uh, off, what off season later, he's like, okay, I'll go in and be the backup, right, just to have, a, you know, an opportunity. But, um, yeah, I don't think that, that Kaepernick um, would would have dismissed the opportunity to go in as a number two just to get back in. But, again, the, the politics behind it is really driving what's happened. Now, in terms of Eric Reed, there was a need. Um, they just thought totally football in this situation and brought him in. But I think the significant thing to to really realize when it comes to the Panthers signing Eric Reed is the fact that they've got a new owner in David Tepper, who has been, you know, a very vocal critic of Donald Trump and has – you know, since he bought the team, has you know really expressed an appreciation for the players and an understanding of you know why so many players were motivated 
to protest during the anthem. And so the conditions were ripe because if Jerry Richardson still owned the Panthers, there's no, no way, way Eric Reed would be a Panther. <laughs> As it relates to the Falcons, I was told by someone within the hierarchy with the Falcons that they did not project Eric Reed to be a fit in their system. And, you know, I, I don't know about, I don't know if I'm buying that one a hundred percent because when you got uh, guys going I'm down, the way I was told that, myself yeah. they should sign him. Uh, like yeah. Jared, I would yeah. say I told TD, Tom Dimitrov, Mr. Blank, mm-hmm. DQ myself. Yeah, I told them myself. So they know. I said, hey, we should sign Eric Reed. They, I, I got the, the look of like, are you serious? That get look of, are you serious, JR? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, the thing is, 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 you know, they talk about it being a fit for their system or not. But I think one of the things that you can do as uh, an, an NFL coach, a general manager, you know, when you're putting a team together, is that you kind of make your system fit around your available talent. And the thing that Eric Reed does provide is, like Kaepernick really, is a guy who has been experienced and who has, you know, done some good things in the NFL. So it's not like he might not even be able to adapt to a, a different system. But, you know, I think that's where good coaches make their mark is when they're able to take what they have and make it work for them. And, um, yeah, at least he's got a shot now with the Carolina Panthers, and they're in the they're in the hunt to win a division title. I mean, a lot of football left, but you know, if they stay healthy, they're going to be a team that's going to be reckoned with down the stretch. Well, Jared, good to get you on the show again, Jared. I, I touched you before. I love your work. Hopefully, we'll see you in Atlanta. It's, I'll see you in Super Bowl week for sure. I know if you're coming to town with our record right now. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think there's much reason to get there anytime soon unless they all of a sudden rip off a. A big long winning streak, so you know. But, but we'll yeah, see. but definitely I'll see you in February at Super Bowl week, man. Look forward to that as well. And like I said I love you working. Thanks for coming on the show today. They're me and my people here. Appreciate it very much, Jared. Cool. All right, boss man. You take care. You too. Now this is Jerry Bell, people on the Boss Man Show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to use two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? 
Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night the machines might let me know. All the stars are so sure. All the stars are so Tell me sure. what you're going to do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.